3: episode of Black Hair in the Big Leagues. I am so excited. I know I say I'm so excited every day, but today I really am because today we got on, hmm, honey, we got on, Oh, okay, I'm just so pumped because the heart of the woman who is on today is so genuine and full. I have not met somebody with this much love in her heart and on top like she's she's so I know everybody on this show is so talented but she really is so talented with the biggest with the biggest heart, um, she started off in the Broadway uh, in the tour of Beautiful, the Carol King musical, and got bumped up to the Broadway cast. Uh, made her way on over to the original company of Ain't Too Proud on Broadway. Yes, that one. Uh huh. Uh huh. And then also was just about to start Caroline or Change on Broadway. In uh, Elon University alum, welcome, Neisha Thomas. Oh, hello. (laughs) it's It's only me clapping but pretend it's a whole studio oh
1: my gosh what is up oh nothing literally just sitting here wait sitting where are are you in, in new york i'm in ohio what i am in ohio i wanted to be somewhere slow and somewhere where my dog can run around. And yes, it is random, but I like it here. I like how slow it is. I mean, check back in in like a month. How long have you been there? Oh, I just got here uh, on Monday.
3: Please tell me that you just looked up Airbnbs in Ohio.
1: Oh, you know, (laughs) I certainly did. um, But I'm actually staying with someone.
3: Oh. How fun. Yeah. And very random.
1: Very, very <laughs> extremely, extremely random. Um,
3: I miss you. And I want to tell you something, Neige.
1: Tell me, Salish.
3: I saw that you posted on Instagram, mm-hmm. like you chopped your hair off oh. and dyed a blonde. <laughs> and I think it was like, <laughs> I forgot exactly what the caption said, but it was like, still blackity black, 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 but you got my little blonde or something like that. Right. Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I need you to know that that was such a mic drop it actually was the inspiration for this podcast oh really all right hey <laughs> um, like I I've been wanting to start a podcast for like not very long but like I wanted i wanted to do a show for so long but I'm like I don't know what to talk about and when I saw your post I'm like first of all I had so many questions which I will just ask you today <laughs> <laughs> but like I'm like, wait, this is this is the bomb. First of all, Thank you. um, that you just like,
1: <sighs> so, as You know how I am. My hair, I get. Yeah. you know, the daughter of a hairstylist. I am always bored, and I literally took out the the day that I d- decided to do that. Okay, so I wanted to. I've been wanting to cut my hair because my hair is really thick, and being is it what is the type? Is it 4C? I, Man, I'm telling you, my my hair is probably a four X, Y, Z. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know My hair is super thick. So I always kind of had an issue with prepping my hair because, you know, being a, a black woman or, you know, a, a woman of color, our hair just you just can't really like pin curl it. Every day right. when it come out all curly and such like that, you know, you either have the like braids. Like girls. Yeah, you know, you either yeah. have uh, the braids or you have like a shortcut so you can just put the wig over it. But my hair is so thick. Every single time I had to like uh, manipulate it, you know, uh, if I had yeah. to pick it out, wet it, pick it out, braid it down, it was just so much. And I had people in the dressing rooms, shout out to Esther, our dance captain, Ain't Too Proud, Taylor, Candace, everybody, up in that dressing room had their turn of braiding my hair. And it was a oh. struggle. So I was like, I need to do something. Um, <laughs> this is a, a whole whole thing. When I was leaving into Proud, I was like, I need to do something with my hair that I can maintain during the day. Mm. Um, and I, that doesn't require a whole bunch of prep. So I was like, I'm going to lock my hair again. I don't lock like okay. my hair again. Um, so the day that I closed Ain't Too Proud, I put some faux locks in my hair because I had a wig fitting for a Carolina change the next day, and the turnaround time was the turnaround time was very serious. So I went into um, my my wig fitting, and the lady who's doing the wigs, uh, she was like, "That ain't gonna work," <laughs> and I was like, "I'm not quite used. I'm not quite used to this because the the." The first two shows that I have done on Broadway, you know, you get your hair wrapped, and then they yeah. work around building the wigs. But that exactly, was so if you have a lot of hair. Yes. You, can, you bring it in on that first day. Yes, exactly. So here I was thinking I was smart, literally installing crochet locks yes. in my hair because I was like, I'm going to actually lock my hair because I'm tired of this. I get into that wig fitting, they're like, this is not going to work. I cut the oh my god, I cut the locks. <laughs> I cut the locks right there and was like, can this work? And it was just a struggle. It was, it Wait, was, a, I know it's, it's why? a long, it's why a long, because the, the wigs weren't being built. They were stock wigs. So I, I don't know. I mean, they were, they were hurt, you know, the, the, the wig company's um, stock wigs. So they had to make them fit on our head. I didn't know that. If, I okay. would, if we would have known that going in, because I wasn't kind of the only person who had a problem with their hair, quote unquote problem, because our hair is not a problem, but right. um, a challenge to their hair, you know, I didn't know that. So <laughs> it was like a long battle of going back and forth. Well, can I get, can I just put some braids in my hair? Because I wasn't going to be stuck picking my hair out and, and, and it, it's just, my hair don't work like that. And I don't right. have the patience. So I was, you know, it was just a battle of me and, you know. Company management and the hair department on trying to figure out what I can do to my hair that will allow me to feel comfortable, but also right. to fit these wigs. And you know, I was trying to make it work. And then I, you know, we had a, a little meeting, um, and it, it turns out now it's like we can't do that no more. The the, the Broadway hair industry, you you can't make black hair seem like a problem anymore. Ooh. You know, what I'm not, yes. not making, not saying that this woman had a problem with black hair, but I think I, us yeah, there's black like black women. people in Carolina change, right? Yeah. Right. It, right. Yeah. right. So, it's, okay. So wait,
3: PS to anybody who's listening right now, if you have not done a Broadway show before, a lot of times when you go in for a fitting, you come, you go in as, as you use, like what, however you're wearing your hair, do your regular wig prep, whether you have a, hair down to the ground or you're bald. You go in how you would do your wig prep and they give they wrap your head and take an impression of your head. Then usually they build a wig around your head with your exact hairline. It's very personalized to each performer, right. which is why the wigs on Broadway look so real and so good. So that's the mix up here with like nasia going in.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think because, you know, this roundabout is a theater company, right? So it's not just like an individual show. So, you know, the rules are kind of different, but long story short, listen, I'm grateful because the people who worked in the wig room were like, and this was the first time I had ever heard of this, you know, what do you need? What products do you need to keep up with your hair? And I was like, okay, okay. okay. I'm loving that. But what we need to, what the bigger picture is, is the Broadway industry has, has got to stop. And the theater industry has got to stop making black women feel bad about their hair and the prep. You cannot, we can, gone are the days of being like, Oh, can you do something with this? It's too big. That's my hair. Right. You got to figure it out. It's not your job to grip and gripe and groan. When, when I have, when I'm showing you my hair, it doesn't feel, it doesn't feel good. And, uh, Luckily, you know, the, the the shows that I have worked with before, I never really had a problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I know that this is a big deal for the people in, in our industry, Black women in our industry. And I know that there is a workshop that's happening with the Hair Union where they're going to um, do preps on different types of uh, hair, specifically, you know, different textures. So now you guys are going to have to figure out how to... <sighs> wrap my hair with locks you're gonna have to figure out if i come in there with bantu knots you know because you can't just assume everybody has the same prep we're not we don't have the same hair so we have to get this 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 pin curl life out of the way because guess what the first i'm hearing of this neige and it gives me chills because
3: it's something that doesn't it's never been like something that i've actively thought of but it is something that affects me it affects all of us in an in a way that is not ever usually said. Right. And now it's a part of the conversation, it, yeah. which is like,
1: oh, that actually makes a big difference for me. Thank you. Right. <laughs> and thank you to the, the hair union, you know, for, for taking that, like that second up. to be like, okay, actually we need to figure this out. We need to figure this out.
3: We're going to cut for a short ad break.
2: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
3: Okay, so I do have a question because you've worn, okay, you have worn your hair in so many different styles. Yeah, Literally, man. you are so, first of all, you are so versatile. Oh. You have the face. Like, like I am complimenting you, but these are actually facts. <laughs> like, actual <laughs> Facts, you have the kind of face to where you can walk into a room bald. You can walk into a room with all different cuts and colors of wigs. You can you can have it shaped. You can have a what's it called a fade and <laughs> locks coming out from the top, and you somehow pull every look off. Oh,
1: that's so appreciative. Appreciate you do.
3: <laughs> you do. Ooh. So wait, I question. I, I not. I question. I'm, I'm wondering. Uh, was it? Were you in? Was it when you were in Beautiful when you had a lot of locks
1: on top? Yeah, 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 yeah. So in Beautiful, and this is the shout out to the wig department, the hair department at <laughs> Beautiful because they really were patient with me. Jen, hey, Jen. Had, you know, they were really patient with me because Tots and came in with a head wrap from a ball head, but then I, you know, I said, oh, right. I just want to get locks, and then somehow. I got the locks. Um, They allowed me to get the locks because I guess I had some room in my wigs. And I was able to fit those locks and they grew, man. And I think the good thing about it is I had them only on the top of my head. So it wasn't that, it wasn't going to be that thick. Uh, So, you know, I did that and then ain't too proud. I had locks, but then they asked me to cut them and (gasps) I know yes. Yeah, so I I, um, I cut them, and for the tour, that's what. Well, not the tour, the uh, in Berkeley rep uh, when we did the world premiere, I had the the bob cut locks, um, and then since we were getting new, <laughs> since we were getting new um, wigs for Broadway, and because you know it was just going to be a, a lot less difficult with the locks, I combed my locks out and went into the Broadway cast with the, you know, with the new wig, new wig fitting. Um, And that just ended up being better. But like I said, like I went through the whole, whole bunch of hair and whole bunch of natural hair on top to the cutting it down. And then all of a sudden I have a box cut and it's just because my hair is just, it, it, it seemed at times unmanageable, and I don't like to use that word, but yeah. it, it's just like I was breaking picks left and right, and I'm like, I don't want to have to, I don't want to have to keep coming up in here, and also my hair is breaking off. You know, that's another thing. Like oh. women with, you know, different types of textures, when we have to manipulate and pick out our hair and and mm-hmm. and braid and unbraid and braid, that's breaking our hair off. Mm. it's not, it's not the most healthy thing to have to keep going in your hair and bop, 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 you know? Um, so like my hair was breaking off. It was just, I'm losing hair on the sides because it's just, and that's another thing with like, thank God, thank you for having me employed since I graduated college. Um, the the price, amen, the price you pay for that, no edges. Wait, why is that? Like, is it the wigs that we wear? It's, it's the pinning. It's pinning in your hair. It's the quick change pins. It's depending on who's pinning your hair. It you might get scraped. You know, you right. you're messing up the the hair follicles or the the skin right there. You're constantly oh. you know dragging something in there. So I know a lot of people, a lot of the women in ain't too proud. You know, and I'm, even the men, I'm sure. The, you just like I'm not growing hair on my edges. Some of my edges, I, you know, you can tell where I was pinned.
3: That is so interesting. Okay, Mm -hmm. so I I, I've noticed a little bit on my own, not too much, but I've noticed it for like a while. And I wonder if it was from all of those shows. It's not too severe, but I have noticed that.
1: What is that? (laughs) All of a sudden, my hair is thinning, and you just have to think every single day for the last like the X amount of years. Yes. That you've been performing, yeah, and and then ripping off them wigs for them quick changes—that'll yeah. help. I mean, it's you're really doing like damage to your scalp, so that's why I was really impressed when Carolina Change was like, "What can we do? What products can we give you to keep your uh, hair healthy?" Because I'm like, I'm gonna need some castor oil. I'm gonna need some castor <laughs> oil. Now I'm going so some... Can grow back, right? Give me some shea. Give me some hair growth
3: something oil, right? Something shame moisture can't do all of it right okay so you mentioned that like okay your mom is a hairdresser, Mm uh which i probably knew that but i that i did not (laughs) i did not realize that that makes a lot of sense um have you you said you were you get bored Mm -hmm. have you always been i mean you say bored but i'm like have you always been this
1: fearless um because hair can be kind of like I you know it's tricky i have like the, i have a strange a really strange relationship with my hair um because sometimes i'm like oh you girl your head you know cutting my hair i realized that i have a lot of face but i don't have a lot of head so you know there are people whose who the back of their head is kind of like a hoof or like a question mark head, like the back of their (laughs) head balances out the front part of their head. So I I look, I'm always like, uh, uh, I don't know if I should do this. But then in the moment, I'm, I'm just like, I, I just want to do it. And whatever happens happens. And I've always been. Are you ever scared? Well, yeah, man, I'm, I'm about to shave my head bald and Next this weekend. And I'm, of course I'm bald, scared. bald, bald. Yeah. I'm going to do bald just because I, my hair was start, My, my roots were starting to come back in with the blonde and oh. I am not in a professional place to, my hair wasn't long <laughs> enough Got to it. just do the roots. So I was going to be walking around like two-tone Tatanasia. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. So I'm just, yeah, I like dyed it pink yesterday and then I dyed it burgundy and, um, I'm just going to shave it. i'm
3: like a little jealous that is so i think you
1: just have to just just like do it and i think that it's fun because a lot of the times we we hide behind our hair i know for me i was like i don't want to shave my head listen i gained listen i got quarantined thick you heard me like i bet you look bomb you know i I bet you look bomb you know I'm, i'm having i think some of a lot of us a lot of people that i've spoken to during this quarantine we're trying to get that um that relationship with our new bodies. Uh, right. And it's, it's challenging, you know, being like, dang, like my thing is like, I know what I'm capable of. Yeah. Um, I know how I feel when I, uh, how I, I know how I feel when I love how I look. Yes. Um, but we're in a different world right we're now. We're in a different world. So it's like, you know, you got to, accept your body where it is and uh, right. it's it's kind of been a struggle with me and that you know it directly kind of links to my hair because I'm like I don't want to shave my head until I've lost weight and I'm like slapping myself right. on the hand. Nature, you can't do that you don't hide behind and that's another reason why I shaved it I was like I have to stop feeling like I'm hiding behind my hair because there will be times where I'm like I can't do this look I can't do this look I'm not you know I'm not attractive enough right now to do this look and literally Literally, like things that were going through my head, this whole quarantine, like, oh, this just don't look too good on my rounder face. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, this is an exercise because guess what? You're beautiful no matter what your mm. your your face, how thick your face has gotten. And you have to realize that. So it's like um, shave your head and you deal with it, nay. And I'm even finding myself having, like, when I beat my face, I'm like, child, you can't tell me nothing. Hair, who? Mm -mm. I don't need no hair. But then, you know, I'm on the other side of this, like, (laughs) what head wrap can I wear today? Because I need to wrap this hair up because I'm still not comfortable with it. I'm, you know, I'm I'm still not, I still don't feel 100% like Like, beautiful.
3: Okay, so I'm gonna stop you right there. Yeah, yeah. All right, so for those of you that are listening, I need you to know that I'm like shaking my head. I also have chills. I also am feeling all the feels because the person who I'm talking to is literally (laughs) sexy as fuck. Sorry for my language. (laughs) Also, when we like, top 10 sexiest women on Broadway so I need you to know that like take what she I know this is not a video podcast yet but I need you to take what she's
1: saying like she is being
3: Very
1: hard on herself. No, but here we we all, but the thing is like, no matter what, we all feel, we all feel these very human emotions of, I don't, I don't feel good about myself right now. No matter Mm. what, you know, anybody can say, I'm sure that, uh, Beyonce or, you know, Whitney Houston, who I think is one of the most gorgeous women who has ever walked this earth or, you know, Lupita, you know, I'm sure there are days where they're like, ugh. It's just, you know, Which is it's crazy. very yes. human. Yeah. Right. And then we look at them and we're like, you could literally <laughs> you could literally draw a doodle bob on your face, like doodle all of your your features <laughs> on your face, and you would still be the most gorgeous thing that has ever walked into a room. Yes. So, yes. you know, I, I think that it's all, you know, very personal and it changes. Yeah. I'm, I'm never saying that I am an unattractive person, but there are times that I feel unattractive.
3: Yeah, you're not, you're, yes, you're, you're, you know? you're not
1: alone in feeling
3: that. Yeah. I think uh, definitely, especially since, I mean, at the beginning of this quarantine, I lost 15 pounds, not because I was like, being the bomb, but because I was so afraid. I was
1: like, <laughs> oh my gosh.
3: And also, right. Naja, I thought that, like, we had run out of food. And um, I saw on Facebook that everyone was gaining weight. And I literally asked myself, I was like, why is everyone gaining weight? Because they're eating everything. Oh, there's plenty of food. There's what the hell? So much food. There, We can still get delivery. I literally was hoarding fish sticks.
1: Uh-oh, so that's canned, why.
3: And canned soup and wasn't eating a lot because I thought that the planet
1: was... Oh no! And the Bronx myself, we were well stocked.
3: When I realized, right? I, when I realized that we weren't in a third world, that I was like, oh, so then I gained my weight too. <laughs>
1: Hello, and listen, we're happy about we're happy about some of the weight. Like my thighs, I mean, delicious. Hello. you know, delicious. <laughs> it, you know, it, delicious. Thank you. I'm I'm not trying to lose some of it. That's I mean, definitely for sure.
3: I don't. Does this happen with you? And it might just be me, but recently when I've been watching TV, like especially like reruns of old shows that I love, I look at some of the actors and I'm like, "She's really skinny, really." But I don't know if I thought that while it was airing, you know, <laughs> but during pandemic, All I'm right. like, "Oh, oh, right." It's like my perception has changed a little bit because everyone has kind of rounded up their faces a little bit, mm-hmm. like
1: definitely. Is that just me or? No. Uh-uh. No. Okay. You start right. noticing things. Like, for instance, when you're watching reruns of a TV show and people are out in public and they're touching, you're like, what? No, no, no. Wait, Right. right. No. Oh, oh, corona. right. Like, this was made in 1992. Oh my God. And it is not the time. That's that's how much this quarantine, you know, has, affected, has affected us. Affected
3: us have sure. you heard
1: that one song? Don't let Corona get on Ya <laughs> <laughs> No,
3: nope. I like, have not. An <laughs> old church pastor. It seems like one of those memes that you would share. Oh, like, definitely. Um, Amazing. Before. Oh, wait. Okay. So uh, a few months ago, I think I s- saw that you
1: broke your foot. Ooh, yes. Hey, Jeff, what the heck? Child, let me tell you something. Um I actually uh, so <laughs> back in beautiful in 2018, um I I had like plantar fasciitis, I said it right? Like that. Uh it was like when your the tissue in your feet are inflamed or something like that. I could literally Ooh. still feel it. I had it on my, either my left or my right foot. Um, And I got a boot for it. I don't know if you remember, remember when I had the boot and I was, do you remember when I had the boot? And I had to wear like, I had to wear different shoes for 1650 because whenever I took my heels off, like that support for my heels uh, and like going into the flats, it was excruciating. It was excruciating. So I think, okay, I did that to one foot. And then earlier this year, The same thing happened in Ain't Too Proud, my left foot. Uh, For some reason, like I woke up and I couldn't walk for a couple days. And I still went to work because, you know, I don't play that. Um, I still went to work and I was limping, you know, left, right, staying still when I could. Um, And then it cleared up. So then again, in April, right around the time that I had coronavirus, um, actually before I found out I had coronavirus. um, Wait, wait, wait. Oh, yeah, I had coronavirus. (laughs) I had coronavirus in Are- April. You're nope. okay, though. I mean, yeah. you're alive. I had no symptoms. When oh. the doctor told me that I had coronavirus, I was like, stop playing. <laughs> um, you like, was asymptomatic? I was asymptomatic. And, like, luckily, this was during a time where nobody was allowed outside. So it wasn't like I was, I'm going to go social distance in the park, and I might have coronavirus. So, you know, none of that was happening. I was literally inside the house. And when I went to go work out, that's when I hurt my foot again. So, you know, there were days that I couldn't walk. um, And I, you know, I got crutches and I went to the doctor. Shout out to my foot doctor. He is awesome. Um, He was like, oh yeah, you broke a bone in like your metatarsal. And I was like, what? And I said, you know what? This feels so similar to what has happened to me before. Uh, And he was like, well, you probably broke it earlier this year. So like he gave me a shot in my toe that kind of like went down my foot i'm not sure um then i had my boot and i had crutches and then it went away in like four days so the thing what's funny is it's going to happen again i think it's going to keep happening um because i'm fine i'm fine but every morning like when i get up i can literally still feel pain in my feet after i've been sleeping or if i'm sitting for a while it hurts (laughs) and i should probably get that checked out because i need my feet for my career you need your feet you need your feet
3: you need your face you need your voice girl you are a force to be reckoned with my daddy says hi by the way i told him i was talking to you today he was like tell her i said hi (laughs) we'll be right back right after the break
0: Plus.
3: so y'all who are listening Neja freaking thomas first of all at the beginning of tour um before people like before we got to we both started the first national of beautiful mm-hmm. and when we were getting ready for it in our fittings and things people would get us mixed up all the time with just our names on paper mm-hmm. Naja, what are you like a size six in shoe child i was a seven yeah, seven and a half. Something eight. small. Okay, folks, <laughs> something tiny. And I've got a size 15 foot. <laughs> and they put my big old feet up in her little shoes. I was like, these aren't mine.
1: <laughs> these are not mine.
3: These are not mine. Mm-hmm. Um, but on tour, Neisha was like, you would bring <laughs> the fried chicken pot. We're just,
1: the deep fryer, You
3: would, would deep fry chicken and have us Venmo you $6.
1: Oh, or whatever, and you know what? It was bomb too. Gosh, yes. In the hotel, I'm pretty sure. You're not allowed you? to bring... girl? I had that deep fryer up in my, up in my trunk, and I will never. I will uh, listen. I will if I please. God, give me another tour so I can save my money. Um, if I go it again, please believe the air fryer will be in there. And mm-hmm. actually, I'm gonna graduate from the deep fryer, and I'm gonna start using the cast iron skillet to fry my chicken. Connects really? Chicken you know, the deep fryer is great, but it's like. I don't know there's something that makes me feel like I'm a soul food like goddess when I can fry chicken in a deep like when I can fry chicken in a skillet okay you know, I'm not cheating by just dropping it inside.
3: You weren't cheating. That tastes good. I was like, yeah, I'd spend as much at KFC. Here you go, Nash. <laughs> Six
1: dollars. That gave you $6 for two or one? $6 for a, What is that? That's whatever it was. I paid it. It was good. You did, but I'm sorry. That was an upcharge. Tra- unless it was like my last piece. Why
3: would I charge <laughs> $6? dollars upcharge when we roomed together in D.C. Oh, that charge. was so fun. <laughs> that was good days. Um, I am like... Oh, I just want to say how much I love you and I think that you're you're just you. such a star you're such you're such a star everybody oh, who nice. I know that knows you everyone who's like do you know Neja because it's an awkward thing when people are like when they want to make a connection and so they name somebody who they think you know but they name someone who's not
1: nice that's a very awkward oh. thing uh-huh. Yes, <laughs> it's it is. awkward it's oh. like Oh yeah, I know them. Oh, I love them. Uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like they just
3: want to make a connection, but I'm like, you just named the meanest person I've ever met. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> but when people are like, oh, Naja, it's just unanimous that everybody loves you.
1: I appreciate them.
3: Everyone loves you. Everyone like you're great on stage. You're great backstage. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Um no, that's thank you for
1: important, man. If not coming, more. If not more to be nice backs you know because everybody and their grandma can be talented but if if we don't want to work with you if you you you're not a pleasant person who cares if you can sing your face off i i don't yeah i mean it
3: it makes a difference to me it It certainly
1: does it does
3: um p.s before the quarantine and everything happened Mm -hmm. Did you get to start rehearsals for Carolina Change?
1: Yeah, so we were one day away from our first preview. Ugh. Yeah, we had a dress rehearsal that night. I literally went to the box office and bought five tickets for my family oh for my that gosh. next Friday. And then 30 minutes later, they were like, oh, actually, it was such a bizarre time because we were in tech and all of these like articles were floating around about oh Broadway, Broadway might shut down at five o'clock. And then like nobody on our end was saying anything and they're like, don't pay attention to the the articles going around. We're just going to keep going as if we haven't heard anything. And then all of a sudden we hear um, meeting during the equity 20 meeting. And the kids were crying. I mean, we were trying to figure out, because at that point they were like, you can't have more than 50 people gather at a time. So we had that dress rehearsal. So we were like, do you guys just want to gather? Do you guys just want to do the show and not invite people? And some people were like, sure. Other people were like, no, we need to get out of here and we need to go grocery shop. And the kids were (sighs) like, do we want to leave like this. It's just the last <laughs> moment we went to, you know, and, and and then there was a small group of us who was like, ooh, a break? Let's go to the bar. Let's go right. get some wine. Before we know. knew
3: how how serious it was. Yeah. At the Britney Spears musical, we did the same thing. We,
1: we were like went hey, movie night. Florida. Shoot, where are we going? Mexico? I mean, me and me and my me and Harper, right. we were like, So should we go to Puerto Rico or you know, I mean, and
3: before we realized how serious it was, it's like all of Broadway. We're all off at the same time. Y'all let's hang out. Oh, people are dying in the streets.
1: Yeah. Oh, let's go. Home. Right. Cause that time off to us was a luxury. Yeah. You eight, know. eight shows a week, Man. rehearsals, six days a week. You couldn't tell me nothing. I was like, bye.
3: Honestly. Um, and so fast forward to now we're here. Uh, I mean, what is something that
1: is keeping you going that you're grateful for? Um, man, I'll say something that I am working on that I think is going to keep me going. Uh, being present, trying my hardest to be present. I like had like one of those Instagram live readings from this. Um, I don't know how are you. She was like a not a high priestess. Um, she was a, a woman of color. She was a Black woman who, she's just like uh, spiritually touched. She was like doing uh, tarot cards and giving people readings for $10. And she nailed it for me. And she was like, you need to spend time in the present. Stop worrying about the future and stop worrying about the past. Why are you stuck on the past? And I said, oh, you going to read me in front of all these people? Uh-oh. But you're right staying Mm -hmm. present and staying in the moment. That is what this quarantine has been teaching me because that's all we have. That's Mm -hmm. all we have. We don't have a foreseeable, we don't have a future right now. What we don't have a uh, a, a solid future, you know, we don't know what's going to happen. So it's just now is the time to just like sit with yourself, forgive yourself, heal yourself, and just focus on the right now. It's making people slow down and be present. And that's what um, is keeping me going. Um, what else is keeping me going? Wine, chocolate, <laughs> wine. chocolate wine, to be exact. I have never tried chocolate Oh my, wine. my, 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 Is it bomb? It is so good. It's this brand called Vint. I don't know what it's called. I'll, I'll, I'll send you the link. Maybe you oh, can please. drop the link in the thing, but it is delicious. Um uh,
3: yeah. Yes. In fact, I'm going to have a glass after this. I tried one episode with a glass before and I'm like I'm not going
1: to do that again. <laughs> you know what? Okay.
3: <laughs> um I love you. Thank you so cute. much for joining us today, Nash. You the boss. What?
1: Thank you for having me.
3: Uh yeah, I love you so much you guys. Everyone, Nasha Thomas. <laughs> See you later, girl. See ya. <laughs> Y'all, happy Black History Month. Give Nasia Thomas some love. You guys, we recorded this episode like September 2020. (laughs) Remember 2020? Dear God. Um, She is going to be starring in Jason Robert Brown's The Last Five Years, February 11th through the 25th. Um, with out of the box theatrics and Holmdel Theater Company, so they'll be streaming that. Y'all, look it up. Just Google it; it will pop up. Get you some tickets and check her out because she's she's the bomb. She's the straight up bomb. And follow her on Instagram at Nasia Thomas. I want to give a shout out to Camille Gaston who edited this episode hey girl thank you so much also shout out to wilton music who produced my theme song love cod full versions available on itunes sung by yours truly also i don't know i mean follow us on patreon at black hair in the big leagues give us a little review here on whatever platform you're listening to Uh, rate this podcast y'all share with a friend just all the things thank you for listening to black hair in the big leagues i'm your host salisha thomas see you next week